Shrimply Good Podcast, the podcast for all things Pistol Shrimp Baseball. I'm Lucas Burris, and joining me every week in the podcast studio and in the broadcast booth, except for last Saturday, but the man himself, Jace Eustace. Hello, Jace. How are you this evening? I'm doing good. I'm doing good as we're sitting here. Obviously, you know, we'll get to it here in a second, but coming off a nice Sunday evening victory for the Pistol Shrimp, and uh, as our listeners will be here in this Monday morning, but, uh, you know, overall... Pretty good week for the shrimp as we kind of get rolling into the season here. Yeah, it's we're we're just coming back from a watch party. We were at Riverfront Bar and Grill watching the Pistol Shrimp pick up, pick up a victory over Rex Baseball. So I'll mention to you as well that episode two of the Shrimply Good Podcast, or episode three, I should say, episode three of the Shrimply Good Podcast is sponsored by Riverfront bar and grill and thanks again to them for hosting us this evening for this wonderful watch party that we had we had a good amount of fans in attendance at riverfront so that was a good time we got to watch some pistol shrimp baseball and after they took the loss in the first one we saw a victory in game two but we'll get to that in just a little bit but exciting exciting week to be back here in the podcast realm that's for sure jace I know it's good. We got a lot of compliments on the podcast. People are excited. That's happening. We're just keeping people informed. That's, I think that's job number one, like check the box on the season checklist of keep the fans informed. We did it. We've done it. So let's keep rolling. Keep and, them, uh, yeah. Keep them informed and keep them entertained. <laughs> yeah. Well, entertainment aspects where we're still working on <laughs> but, <laughs> so but some kings to work out there, but information, we got it. So let's hop right into the information aspect of today's scheduled podcast with a recap of this week in Pistol Shrimp baseball action. It all started on Tuesday night. Every week this week or every week this year, the Pistol Shrimp will play Tuesday through Sunday. Most of the time, six games this week. We had seven with a doubleheader on Sunday, but most of the time, six games in six days. And that's exactly what the shrimp did this week it started on tuesday with a close loss to danville two to one yeah that really was a good game there for the shrimp the two to one uh score really kind of reflects how closely battled that game was clark got the start there for the pistol shrimp when five strong innings only gave up one hit in the one run striking out five jack feely did a good job as well coming in pitching three innings as well only giving up the one run uh, they actually out hit Danville in that game seven to five. It really was a very close game. It was just that game winning run uh, that Philly gave up there in that eighth inning. That really was the difference. So they dropped that first game. So er, in this week. Yeah. The first game on Tuesday, that was two to one to Danville that moved uh, Danville to uh, their fourth straight victory, but the shrimp had different uh, a different side of themselves. I should say, when they traveled back home on Wednesday for the victory over the Danville Dans on Wednesday night. That one, the shrimp picked up at home for their first win at Veterans Park ever. That was a victory 11 to 8 over the Danville Dans. 
Yeah, they got him back that second game in two nights. Were able to get that victory, and they turned to old reliable Ryan Earman there on the mound, picking up a great start in his second start of the season. Went six innings, gave up only one hit. He gave up four runs, although three of them were unearned three walks. And I think most importantly, and we'll, we'll kind of touch a little bit later is the 12 strikeouts he was able to get as well. He continues to be a strikeout machine. Also to mention there was Manikowski and Chandler Kerr kind of coming in after him, closing the door. It wasn't exactly an easy win. They started to battle back there towards the end. Obviously the high scoring affairs we kind of have come to expect in, in, in Peru. But, you know, it was a good game. The Pistol Shrimp were able to collect 15 hits as a team and were able to close out Danville. And like you said, get that first win in Peru, which I know is just a good feeling. And you get that first one out of the way and then just go into the rest of the season. Yeah, absolutely. As uh, Ironman picked up the victory on the mound, he said going six innings, his second victory of the season. Chandler Kerr in relief, two innings of work, only gave up one hit, struck out four. As the Pistol Shrimp pitching staff struck out Danville 16 times in that victory. That's a recipe for success. Of course, like you said, led by Ryan Ironman on the mound, whose two seamer moves exponentially. It is a nasty piece of uh, cheese on the mound. And it's exciting to watch him pitch uh, the first two weeks of this season. We'll get to his stats so far this season, a little bit later, as we look at the league leaders for this pistol shrimp team, but shout out to Chandler Kerr as well, picking up the shrimps first save of the season, going two innings scoreless, only giving up one hit and striking out four. So a 50, 50 start to the week for the shrimp. They lose one, a close one to Danville on the road, come back home, pick up a good victory against them at home for their first win at veterans park. But then we stayed at home and normal came to town and they just came like a buzzsaw, like a bat, out of you know what it was not good for this pistol shrimp team in the next three games yeah and especially starting there on thursday taking that loss three to seven against the normal corn belters i think normal was kind of feeling you know after that six nothing loss to start this season uh, against the pistol shrimp they were you know feeling hey that's not a good representation of us and they came in here and like you said kind of kind of cut down the pistol shrimp a little bit in that game though it was Surin getting the start did a good job only going three innings and we spoke to uh, owner manager John Jackamick during that game and that was kind of the plan for Surin to kind of ease him into the game you don't want to push him too hard obviously just arriving in town not too long um, local Jake Dahl came in after that did a pretty good job kind of limiting the damage uh, only gave up two runs in two two innings with a couple strikeouts as well. And then Laxner came in and closed out with four innings, giving up four runs. But at the end of the day, the offense for the Pistol Shrimp just really wasn't rolling. They ended up striking out 15 times in that game. Uh, it really wasn't their day offensively. And uh, for them, really giving up two runs each in the fifth, sixth, and seventh inning is really kind of what did them over in that game. Yeah, the story of the week definitely is going to be for the Shrimp is taking an early lead and just not being able to hold on. The Ivy were up two to nothing after one, then it was two to one after three, and then the game just got out of hand in the middle and the late innings for the Shrimp seven to three loss to normal. But like you said, a good pitching performance and the plan that manager John Jackmick wanted to implement happened for the Shrimp. He got Surin to go three, Dahl came in, went two, then Laxner came in and went four. Really talked about stretching out doll in that game, but ended up stretching out Nick Laxner in that game with four innings of work. But again, a loss to the corn belters on Thursday to open up that three game series with them. And the losses just kept on coming. So after the seven to three loss to normal, it was a closer one, a nine to six loss at normal 
on Friday night as the shrimp bats once again got going early. They gave up or they scored two runs in the top of the second, gave up one run in the bottom of the second. It was two to one after two. And then the middle of the innings came around again uh, and we saw the game get out of hand. Yeah, definitely. You know, the pistol shrimp offense was kind of working, able to score six runs in that game, but just not enough uh, for that corn belter team. Grammar actually got to start in that one. He gave up seven hits over his three innings, giving up four and runs as well. Manikowski came in, released, kind of, re, excuse me, relief, kind of stretched, <laughs> stretched out his arm in four innings. He gave up five hits and four and runs as well. Uh, and then Shanner also came in for one innings, giving up one run as well. But like you said, it was just kind of the, the, the got the early lead up to nothing. And then the corn belters were able to kind of storm back into that game in the middle innings. And for especially this week that kind of, like you said, seems to be a, th- a theme that kind of happened, especially against the uh, corn belters of normal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it was nice to see Jason Shanner get into town, a North central college product, getting his first inning of work. He ended up pitching today. We'll get to his stat line in game one of today, but in the second game against normal at the corn crib, pistol shrimp lost nine to six for two straight losses to the corn belters in this series. So then we headed back home for hopefully what was going to be a good night. It was a good night. I had a great time. You weren't there to join us on Saturday night, but it was 96.5, the Wolf Country night at Veterans Park. There was a lot of people who packed the house. It was a great time. Carly Elizabeth performed live. She did a beautiful rendition of the national anthem. We had Tony's butt check roast a whole hog and man, was that a sight to see as, <laughs> as I saw a hog with an apple in its mouth burnt to uh, not burnt, I guess, but roasted to a beautiful golden brown, if you will. But the lots of stuff that happened before the game and, and everything, there was a lot of fun happening on the field in between innings with 96.5, the wolf providing some middle inning activities, but play on the field for the shrimp just how it was the rest of this series as well as they ended up taking the loss 11 to one in seven innings to normal on Saturday night. Yeah, definitely. It wasn't a good game for the shrimp as far as on the field, obviously a lot of exciting activities. I wasn't able to see, unfortunately, Uh, but also just wasn't a good night for Damon white uh, giving up the 10 runs, nine of them earned in his four and two thirds pitched. You know, it's one of those you just kind of shake off, move forward. Definitely doesn't reflect, reflect any sort of talent or anything like that. You just, have to continue to move forward. Clifford came in in relief as well as Laxner as well. Um, and in that game, it was a very small sample size, but they were also up one nothing before the Corn Belters just kind of took off from there. So um, they, I think, I believe I wrote down that they were up against all three yep. games uh, against normal at some point early in the game before the Corn Belters were able to kind of work their way back. They took a one to nothing or two to nothing lead at some point in every game early in this normal series and just could not pull out with the victory. But again, we have to remind ourselves pretty often, even after a three game sweep at the hands of uh, an interstate rival, we're just playing some summer college baseball. I know I was talking to some players after the game, happy to get some of bats, happy to be on the field, happy to be doing, you know, what we're doing short memories in baseball for sure. And the prospect league allows you to have that short memory anyway, as we have a split season where the first half and the second half don't matter after 30 games, we reset, we reset the scores and we do it again. So a, a three game sweep at the hands of the normal corn belters, but they're not in your division. They're not in your conference you move on, you move forward, and you try to pick up two wins against Rex this Sunday. And the Shrimp got half of that battle done today as 
They played the two-game doubleheader against Rex Baseball in game one. Shrimp lost three to nothing in what was a very well-played game by both teams. Yeah, definitely in game one, the story really was Shanner there. He, he kept him in the game, ended up going six innings, which was a complete game uh, in this seven-inning game. Only gave up five hits, the three runs, and struck out seven as well. It was a good job by him to really stretch his arm out, kind of get into the feel of the season. Um, and it, for them, the Pistol Shrimp, they just couldn't really get the bats going, you know, giving up or scoring zero runs in that game. But you got to give a lot of credit to the defense and the pitching for really keeping them in that game. You know, Rex, obviously the last time that they played them, the only time they played them before on Sunday was the 17 to one loss that the Pistol Shrimp suffered. So to kind of come back in there, battle this same exact team and really hang tough in that first game, really kind of set the table for the second game and what we saw later that afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's it was a great performance, you know, after, like you said, that 17 to one loss only a week ago coming in, only losing three to nothing. Jason Shanner putting out on the mound three only giving up three runs in a game is going to play every day of the week you know the shrimp bats just have to get going they usually do just not in that one a great pitcher performance by the rex baseball starter he only gave up two hits and he struck out nine in that game no runs of course he didn't walk anybody either so that's just a great pitching performance on the rex side but the shrimp they had fight left in them. These shrimp don't go down easy. And in game two, we were excited at Riverfront Bar and Grill as the shrimp came out ready in this one, scoring two runs in the top of the first, taking a 2 nothing lead and holding on as they defeated Rex Baseball 4-3 to in game two of this two-game doubleheader. Yeah, what I really liked from the shrimp in that game is obviously they got out to a lead like they've shown that they can do. But in this game, they were able to battle back, scoring those two runs in the sixth inning and holding on tight there for the victory at the end with the one-run victory. A lot of credit goes to Kerr being able to come out here, go four and a third, gives up the three runs. And then Jack Feely comes in and goes two and two-thirds, only two hits and no runs. Good job by the pitching staff. Good by good, – j- excuse me. Good job by Jack Feely to come in and kind of close the door and make sure that Rex doesn't have it in them to kind of come back and get those last runs. And I know as we're sitting there in Riverfront and things were things were starting to buffer a little bit, we were just waiting patiently trying to see the end of that game. And, you know, there was there was definitely some fans there and got some cheers, actually, when the Pistol Shrimp were able to pull out that victory here on Sunday. Yeah, We got a shrimp chant at Riverfront as as so. Excited to see the fans in attendance, but I want to get to that point of Jack Feely as well. Great job out of the pen, two and two thirds innings, only giving up two hits, striking out nobody, but only walking two and not allowing any runs in relief. Kept the shrimp in that game in the final innings to get the victory. So two runs in the top of the first, two runs in the top of the six were all the shrimp needed in that one as they picked up the four three victory. So shrimp pick up two wins this week and they move to three and eight. On the season, not the best record so far, but it's only getting better for the shrimp team. A lot of these pitchers finally getting their footing underneath them. A lot of new players rolling into town and a lot to look forward to for pistol shrimp baseball games this season. Let's look at the midway point or not the midway point, the two week point for this pistol shrimp team at two weeks into the season shrimp three and eight overall fourth in the Wabash river division, four and a half game back of first place Lafayette aviators. They're batting 232 as a team and 824 in the pitcher circle with an 824 ERA. That's where the shrimp stand right now, but lots of baseball still left to play. Only 11 games into the season, still 19 left in the first half and a whole bunch left 
in the second half of this season. So lots of exciting looking forward, but we mentioned him before Jace Ryan Ironman is hot to start this season. That might, that might be an understatement. Actually, Ryerman, or excuse me. Oh my Ironman has been on fire. He's leading the prospect league with 23 strikeouts already. He's second in the prospect league in ERA at 0.69 fifth in innings pitch at 13 already. And he's tied for first in the win loss column at two and oh, he really kind of has been an anchor so far with this pistol shrimp uh, pitching staff. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And I think everybody's going to be hoping he can kind of keep this rolling as long as he possibly can. And definitely he does a good job of setting an example of what you want to see from the pistol shrimp. And he shows that I think uh, manager Jack and said that you can pitch in Peru and you can yeah. pitch and, and kind of keep the ball in the, in, in the ballpark, which, which he showed what I believe that was on Wednesday that, that you yep. can do that and you can win baseball games. Yeah, he picked up the victory over Danville on Wednesday, and he did it in great fashion, striking out 12 in that game, putting his uh, lead league in K mark up higher with 23. Like you said, you go to the prospect league leaderboards for pitching. It's Ryan Ironman. That's what he does. I mean, top five in almost every category, first in K, second ERA. Like you said, he's doing just great things for the shrimp. And I think as long as Ryan Ironman's in town, the shrimp team feels like they have at least one victory every week, you know, and that's a great thing. Pencil in it. And that's an ace on the staff right there. Ryan Ironman hits the mound. We feel like we can win the ball game that day. And he's done it home and away. Like you said, it's possible to pitch in the Coors Field-esque Veterans Park in Peru. So I, I think he's doing fine. But he's not the only one on the prospect league leaderboards for this Pistol Shrimp team. We looked at the top 10 for each Ironman, of course, in four of those categories on the pitching side of things. But Damon Castillo tied for third with the prospect league lead in three home runs. And local product Nathan Hackenberger tied for second in the prospect league in stolen bases at six. So three pistol shrimp players individually in the top 10 of prospect league leaderboards. So after two weeks, even with three and eight record, this pistol shrimp making their impact on this league. And that's exciting to see as we continue to move forward in this season and continue to do great things. And speaking of moving forward, let's look at what's ahead for this shrimp team this coming week. Yeah. Starting off this week, obviously on Monday, there's no game as the podcast will come out to kind of give you guys a little, you know, taste of what's going on in Pistol Shrimp Baseball. But the first game of this week will be on Tuesday. That's June 8th. They'll be taking on the familiar opponent of the Lafayette Aviators. That is a 7.05 p.m. That is at Lafayette. Uh, after that, on Wednesday, uh, June 9th, they'll be taking on the Clinton Lumber Kings, the first look that the Pistol Shrimp will have at this team. Uh, that'll be a 6.30 p.m. start. After that, that is on Thursday, June 10th, we'll be taking on the Springfield Sliders. That'll be here in Peru. 7.05 p.m. And that is also a special night because that'll be Polish night, which is sponsored by Decor Furniture in LaSalle. Yeah, so all Polish-related activities on that night. One of our famous Pistol Shrimp theme nights. So get excited for Thursday of this week, 7.05 p.m. First pitch for that. We'll have pregame activities. We'll roll out on our social media pages uh, before then this week, everything that's happening, both home games this week, but First and foremost, on Thursday, Polish Night, sponsored by Decor Furniture in LaSalle. And then the Shrimp will move into the weekend for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, they go back away. They play at Rex Baseball at 6.30 p.m. on Friday. Then we're home again for another theme night. That's Saturday, June 12th. 
versus the Danville Dance at 7.05 p.m. That's Grand Bear Resort's Superhero Night. That's going to be fun for the kids all around the ballpark. Get excited for that. Same thing you should know there. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you are. We'll roll out the information for those nights so you know exactly what's going on, just like we did with 96.5 The Love Country Night last week. We told you what was going on before it happened, so you knew set your weekend plans accordingly. But I'm telling you right now, hey, Thursday and Saturday next week, pencil it in. That's what's happening. You're going to the ballpark that night. You're getting off work on Thursday. You're grabbing the kids and you're heading to the ballpark. And then on Saturday, you're doing the same thing. It's going to be an exciting night. And the shrimp will close out the week for their sixth game in six days, of course, on Sunday, June 13th at the Danville Dance for 4.30 p.m. start. So that's what you have to look forward to in pistol shrimp baseball this week. But that's not the only thing you have to look forward to as there is some big events outside of the baseball field this week, specifically on Saturday. Jace, what we got going on? Well, on Saturday, uh, our fans will be treated to a meet the players at Central Bank Illinois in Peru. That'll be from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. People will have a chance to come out and meet some pistol shrimp players. Southclaw Sam, a fan favorite, is also scheduled to be there as well. You have a chance to win a $400 gift certificate to Kishawa Cabins from Central Bank and Kishawa. Uh, $5 off food truck item coupons to the first 50 people. First 50 kids there will get a free superhero cape as well. They'll be have the opportunity to get signed autograph from the players, meet them, talk to them. There'll be selfie station, cash machine. There'll also be an Illinois Valley Animal Rescue adoption event, plus many prizes and more. And just a great event for people to come out, meet these players, and and have a chance to win some some gift cards as well. Yeah, our first real big outside event of the year, meet the players. Uh, Central Bank, Illinois, like you said, there's so much stuff on the list. Of course, you're going to see Southclaw. Why would you not see Southclaw? I mean, he's a Hall oh, of he's, Fame mascot. He's all over the place. I mean, what, <laughs> you're, you're, of course, going to see Southclaw, but you're also going to have so much opportunity. Like you said, their big thing, bring the kids. It's all for them. It's it's the prequel to Superhero Night is what it's going to do. Is they'll be able to get a superhero cape, uh, you know, with the pistol shrimp and the Central Bank insignias, you know, and there's a lot of activities. But like I said, get there early, though, first 50 people get a $5 off coupon and first 50 kids get that free cape. So that is Saturday, June 12th, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Central Bank, Illinois in Peru. Look all that stuff on our page. That event is already scheduled on our Facebook page. If you want more information right now, go look for it on Facebook. It's a great event. You're going to have so much fun there. That's your Saturday. You're going there in the afternoon. Then you're coming to the ballpark Saturday night. Then on Sunday, like we said, we're away. But we're going to do another watch party, this time at Flows on Pulaski. We'll have a 4.30 p.m. first pitch versus the Danville Dance at Flows on Pulaski. So if you don't have the Prospect League TV subscription, that's your chance to watch in a way. Pistol Shrimp Baseball game will have it on a TV or maybe a few at Flows on Pulaski. So come out, watch some Pistol Shrimp Baseball, enjoy some good food, some good drinks at Flows on Pulaski. That's your weekend plans, like you said. Pistol Shrimp Baseball games Thursday and Saturday. Two events, one to prequel the Saturday Night Superhero Night at Central Bank, and the other one, just another watch party for the fans to watch some Pistol Shrimp Baseball on the road. But it's the moment of truth, Jace. We're on the Shrimply Good Podcast, sponsored by Riverfront Bar and Grill. So we better name who the Shrimply Good Players of the Week are. Last week, we named Damon Castillo and Ryan Ironman 
our Shrimply Good Players of the Week. This time, two brand new players will step up on the pedestal and tell us their Shrimply Good Player stories. But, Jace, I'll let you go first. Who is your Shrimply Good Player of the Week? Well, this week for me, my Shrimply Good Player is the third baseman, Gary Maynard. Uh, just for this week, he's hitting 333, collecting nine base hits, throwing a double, three RBIs, a home run, and also a stolen base. And one thing that's very important as far as I see it is he's played every inning at third base. He's been a defensive anchor for this pistol shrimp team. Starting to come together at the play, started a little bit slow, but turning into that 333 average this week. Also slugging 481 with an OBP of 400. Just an overall good week. He's getting on base. He's kind of moving things in the middle of that pistol shrimp lineup just making sure that the team is able to score runs, driving in runs when he can, and just an overall shrimply good week there for Gary Maynard. Yep. That's your shrimply good player of the week. Now mine, I don't think it's going to surprise too many people. He's had a great week this week, but my shrimply good player of the week's got to be Chance Rosetich. He had a great week at the plate for the shrimp. 333 batting average, a 542 slugging percentage, and a 448 OBP over the last seven days. Over the last week, that's what he did. He almost got on base every other time over this past week. He played in all, or he played in eight games in the last seven days, eight hits, three or three doubles, one RBI, four walks, a hit by pitch. He only struck out four times and he stole two bases. I mean, what else can you ask for? That is a shrimply good week from Chancellor Sedich, that's for sure. So that's going to be our shrimply good players of the week this week, Gary Maynard and Chancellor Sedich. Congrats to the both of you. We'll throw that graphic out there for the celebratory on all the social media channels uh, today, which is Monday, but in the recording of this, it's tomorrow. So you'll see it tomorrow. But <laughs> As you're listening to it, check it out on Facebook and Twitter. You'll see their slash lines from the past week as well. They had a great week. But Jace, now that we've named our Shrimply good players of the week, that's about it for us. Any final thoughts for the fans before we send them out? No, I mean, it's just an exciting time for the Pistol Shrimp. We're starting to see more and more players kind of come to the ball games. Uh, showing up from their college season. Uh, Blake Atkins is one of the big additions that we've had. A lot of pitchers, like you said earlier in the podcast, getting that footing underneath them. And, and the, you know, I, I have some good thoughts and some good feelings that this team's going to get rolling here soon. And it's only a matter of time here for the Pistol Shrimp. Yeah, absolutely. Three and eight. Soon enough, we'll be 10 and eight. You know, seven game win streak. Who says <laughs> no? Not me. Why Simply, not? Good, good. Yeah, why not us? That's that's really what it is. But thanks for joining us here on the Shrimply Good Podcast presented by Riverfront Bar and Grill. I hope to see everyone at the ballpark Thursday and Saturday of next week, 705 first pitch. And remember, if you can't make it to the ballpark, you can catch every pistol shrimp baseball game on Prospect League TV. It's the only way to watch outside of the ballpark and our wonderful faces and wonderful voices are on every home game. For pistol shrimp baseball, just go to pist or just go to prospectleague.tv. And for everything pistol shrimp baseball, go to pistolshrimpbaseball.com there as well. Follow us on all your social media channels at either pistol shrimp baseball or P shrimp baseball. But thanks for joining us on another edition of the of the Shrimply Good Podcast. We'll see you next time. Do the pistol shrimp. Do the pistol shrimp.
Do the pistol shooting. Do the pistol shooting. Illinois Valley got a baseball team. Gonna take it to the top of the prospect league. Strip in name only, but not in stature. Get the stands rocking, yell out, hey, better, better. Do the pistol shooting. Do the pistol shooting. Do the pistol shrimp. Do the pistol shrimp. <laughs>